episode 40, Being Hurt. Welcome to the First Year Married Podcast, where we get real about building the marriage of your dream. I'm marriage coach Kayla Levin, and I take newly married and engaged women from anxious and insecure to confident and connected through practical tips, real-life inspiration, and more than a little self-awareness along the way. Hi, ladies. I want to go back to basics with you today to see if we can really take this concept, this main concept we've been talking about for a long time, to a higher level. So we're going to go really small and specific to go big. You in? Okay, so here's the question. What is actually happening when you're feeling hurt? I want you to think about this for a minute. Try and remember the last time that you were upset, hurt, or angry at your husband. What was going on? What was it over? Got it? Okay. Now I want you to consider that the reason you were upset was that he wasn't doing what you wanted him to be doing, or he was doing something you didn't want him to be doing, but okay, for simplicity's sake, we're going to stick with the former. So let me say it again. The reason you were upset was that he wasn't doing what you wanted him to be doing. Okay, so I know that some of you, those of you who are new to the podcast are like, yeah, (laughs) he wasn't doing what I wanted him to be doing. Those of you who've been listening for a little while longer are probably saying, yeah, I get it. We always say that. What's different? Okay, I want you to stay with me here. So here's the next step. So you got what happened last time. Now I want you to try and identify what you did want him to be doing. What was your plan or rule book for how he should behave? Because you have a rule book right? He should hug you when you're crying or text you back within a certain amount of time or give you a present on your birthday. We all have these rules, but here's the thing. They are make-believe. We made them up. Much of the time, you're trying to tell me the facts about your situation when you're telling me why you're upset, right? It's not you're upset because of your thoughts. No, it's, it's he's, you're upset because he's irresponsible. He doesn't show affection. It's because of his parents. He's always been that way. He said so himself. And that's why you're hurt because it feels like that's the appropriate response to his behavior, right? We've grown up seeing that this is a painful thing. When the guy in the movie does this, the woman in the movie cries, right? So we have this whole program of how we're supposed to react to certain behaviors, Those behaviors then become inherently painful because we see that that is the response that they get. But here's the model. So I'm just going to pick a random example. You're crying and he's texting on his phone. So what's going on in your head? If he loved me, he'd be hugging me and taking care of me right now. We don't even notice the thought happen. You're crying. You see him texting. Immediately, you feel hurt, rejected, and probably because this is safer, maybe angry. But we have that assumption built in. If you stop for a second and think, wait a second, why am I feeling hurt? And then you'll say to me, because he's texting while I'm crying. And so then I'll say to you, so what? (laughs) So, and what does that mean? Why is that hurtful? What does that mean to you? 
And so then you'll go, because if he loved me, then he'd see that I'm crying and he'd want to take care of me and he'd come and he'd hug me and he'd ask me what's wrong. So here's a reality. Him texting while you're crying says nothing about his love for you. And in your scenario, obviously, I don't know what your scenario is and I wish that I did and I could coach you through it myself right here. But in your scenario, you have to think about what was your emotional response and why did you have that response? It's not because of what he was literally doing, but what did you make it mean? Okay, so this is a little embarrassing, but because I think it'll be helpful, I just have to share because it's so relevant. My husband and I have had arguments (laughs) that he didn't know about. (laughs) And I know I'm not the only one. Otherwise, there's no way I would share this. Okay, the details are hazy now, but I'll just say that I've used the plural arguments (laughs) for a reason. Because this has happened a couple times. It definitely happened more when we were newly married because now I just don't have the energy for it. And I'm like, do you realize I'm upset right now? Okay, But there have been times when I was crying and I was sure he didn't love me because he wasn't consoling me. And he didn't know I was crying. He was busy doing something else and he didn't even notice. Okay? There have been times when we're fighting and I'm not speaking because I'm so hurt and I have this extreme heartbreaking drama in my head about what it means that he's not trying to win me back and how that means he doesn't really love me and it's over. And he thought we were like having a nice, quiet, productive evening. (laughs) I've told you I have a really vivid imagination, right? Okay, so obviously in the scenario you're thinking of, it's probably not one of those, but I hope that the like the extreme proves the rule, okay? Because I would have said, before I realized what was going on, I would have said, he's not consoling me. Who does that? Who spends an hour with his wife not speaking to her? He's given up on our relationship. This is like, of course I'm crying. Of course I'm upset, right? Meanwhile, I wasn't even correct about like what was going on. So fine. So in your scenario, he for sure knows you're crying. Let's say he's like, you know, pass you a tissue, okay? Or let's give this as an example. If he cared, he would not have ditched you halfway through your date. Okay? You're on a date with your husband. You get into a disagreement. He gets up and he leaves. But here's my question for you. Why are you hurt? Only because of the thought that you had about it. By the way, I'm talking about being hurt in this podcast, but this is just as true for those of you who are annoyed with your husbands, you're frustrated with them, they're kind of disgusting you right now. I hear from you guys also, this can all apply to the same thing, okay? You're annoyed. You think it's, it's, of course you're annoyed. Look what he's doing. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) Go to your girlfriends if you want that kind of help, okay? The only reason that you're hurt or you're annoyed or whatever it is is because of the thought that you have about it and you're having it so fast you don't even hear it. So it sounds like this. I'm trying to have a loving relationship, but he got up and walked out in the middle of our date because we had a little disagreement. So can you see where I take issue with that sentence? Because there's an ending there that she's not saying. It really ends with, and of course I'd have to ask this person, right? And I would ask my, you guys, when you're, you're telling me these, these sentences, I ask you, okay, and, no, you're like, what else? And people in love don't walk out on dates. Or he shouldn't have done that. It's so rude. Or he's clearly given up on us. There's an ending. He just, wa- of course I'm upset because he walked out in the middle of our date. 
and what? Because he walked out is just information. So when it hurts, it's because you gave it a painful meaning. Okay, so what's the alternative? Okay, you have to be really conscious here or you'll just sort of be like stunned. Okay, so he walks out in the middle of the date and you're like, people in love always walk out on dates, right? Like, <laughs> like I can't think of a good thought right now. Okay, so that's not going to work. So here's what I want you to do. What is your vision for your relationship? How would you describe it? Okay, let's say you give yourself six months from now. You guys have done all the work or you've done all the work. And how do you describe your relationship? Fun, spontaneous, loving, warm, intimate, whatever you want. How are you describing it? So here's the thing. Your feelings about your relationship, they're all on you. Especially when it comes to unconditional love. A lot of you say to me, I want unconditional love. I want a loving relationship, a supportive relationship. Unconditional love is on you. Here's the thing. I want you to leave them out of it. I don't want you looking for unconditional love in someone else. You don't know how they're feeling and how they're feeling has nothing to do with you. It has to do with what they're thinking. You want a loving relationship? Love him. You want a loving relationship that's unconditional? Love him when he's a bear. Love him when he's super obnoxious. Love him when he just, I don't know. Oh, here's one. When we were newly married, I made moussaka. Okay. This is like this, to me, complicated. I am not a cook. Okay. So this was like, we went and we spent our entire grocery budget buying ground beef and I like spent hours in the kitchen. And of course, at this point, I'm like not eating and it's way past dinner time and I'm exhausted. And I make this stunning, gorgeous, took forever, fancy, huge meal in like a, you know, nine by, whatever, nine by 12 pan. And it's going to be our dinner for the next week because that's all the money we have. And it's ready to come out of the oven. And you know those disposable pans? Okay. So my husband went to take it out. And the pan just flopped. (laughs) He didn't know that when it's a, a dish like that, you have to hold it from both sides. He went to take it out. The whole thing ended up on the floor and all over the oven and all over the kitchen. And we're starving. And that was the plan. And also, speaking of... I had now at this point kept kosher for like maybe two or three years. This used to be my favorite thing to eat and I hadn't had it. This is like I was making for myself the food that I wanted to have because I hadn't been able to eat it because I had to make it myself because I didn't know where to go get Greek food that was kosher. Okay. So this is like there's a lot lot of feelings, a lot of feelings. Love him when he drops the dinner, right? You want a relationship of unconditional love? You can only experience unconditional love when he's not doing what you want him to be doing. When he's doing what you want him to be doing, you're just responding naturally. He brings you flowers. You love him. Great. Congratulations. Every other woman on the planet could do that too, right? You love him when he's being obnoxious. You love him when he's texting even though you're crying. Okay, now you have a relationship of unconditional love. Okay, so he's being obnoxious. Here's a new thought for you. Fantastic. (laughs) Here's my chance. Now I get to have the unconditional love. Now I get to show it. Now I get to feel it. Look at me. I love him no matter what. Okay, so here are some thoughts that have really helped me with this. You're all going to figure out your own. You can borrow mine in the meantime, or you can just take them for good. Number one, 
I love being in love. This one is fun and playful and ridiculous to me. Like not ridiculous actually, but it's fun. It's very fun and playful. It's very light. So something's going weird or wrong or we're stressed, but then I could just be like, yeah, but I'm one of those people. I just love being in love. And it just takes the whole thing to kind of a very light place. And I just can go there. I know what that means. I know what it means to just feel like a newlywed, to just feel in love. I can go there very quickly. Okay. And I can have that thought at any point. Something can happen that's disappointing. It's like, you know what? I love being in love and look at me. I'm in love with him. As he leaves, bye. Hope you enjoyed the rest of your meal. I'll get a doggy bag for you (laughs) in the middle of our date. Here's another one. I love being surprised by him. Wouldn't it be boring if you always followed the rule book? Have you noticed that there's never been a romantic comedy or romantic drama or any romantic novel, movie, anything in which both characters perfectly followed the rules the whole time? Why? Because you'd be asleep. Okay, let's be surprised in our relationships. Let's have him react in a way we didn't know. We don't need another one of us. We want somebody else. That's why you married him. Here's another one. He's so different. This is where I'm going to grow. Okay, again, if he followed all the rules and he never challenged you, you would never grow. You'd never have to develop patience. You'd never have to develop unconditional love. You'd never have to develop self-sufficiency because sometimes he doesn't swoop in and save you when you need someone to save you and you have to learn to save yourself. Not only that, your relationship wouldn't develop. If he was always following the rules and you were always following the rules, that would be a shell of a relationship. The relationship develops when it's hit by challenges and sometimes they're from inside and sometimes they're from outside. And to those of you who are still in your first year of marriage, just a minor pitch about this, that the concept for the first year is as much as possible you want to reduce that outside. Of course, the inside also, if you can't, but you might not know how yet. We reduce the stresses. We reduce the challenges on the outside as much as you can. You take that year and really build your foundation. Okay, and here's my last thought that I want to share with you. He's so different. He's so foreign to me. Just when I think I've got him figured out, he surprises me again. Now, this one's really important. If you've listened or read any of the work by Esther Perel, she talks a lot about this interesting dichotomy that we have between wanting that emotional security in our marriages, but then needing that foreignness and that surprise at the same time. In our marriage, we have to balance both. So while it feels safer for him to always do what you expect and for him to never surprise you and for him to never hurt you, what that can actually create is a relationship where there isn't that level of spontaneity, but that when you're in a relationship that's always predictable, where you always know how he's going to respond, then that actually can take some of the thrill and the excitement out of the relationship. So I love that because now if something happens and it's not what I expected and I'm a little disappointed, then I can sort of be like, well, you know what? I don't have him figured out yet. And there's something fabulous about that, right? Because it keeps our relationship fresh. All right, ladies. So I want you to try and take this. You can run this exercise with as many scenarios as you want. The next time that you are having this negative, whatever negative emotion you're having in your relationship at your husband, (laughs) honestly, at anybody else would also work. I want you to stop and I want you to try and figure out what was the rule he's breaking. 
right? What did I make up in my head? Or I didn't make it up. I was told it by, you know, all the, the ways that I've seen relationships and I've seen them portrayed in the media and in books and in the relationships around me, right? What rule do I have in my head that this is breaking? And can you see that it's only with that that you're getting hurt? Ideally, what I would love for you guys, obviously, I'd love to just talk to all of you and help all of you. I would love all of you to just call me and I can coach you because it just goes so much deeper when it's one-on-one. But I don't have the time for all of you and you don't all have the ability to coach right now and that's okay. So here's what I want you to try and do. I want you to share this episode with a friend who you think would be into this kind of work, okay? I want you to think if you have a girlfriend who is generally supportive of relationships, right? She's not the kind of person who's trying to tear down your husband. She's someone who supports you and supports your marriage. I want you to share this episode with her, and I want you guys to become buddies, okay? I have taught this material to people before, and they've created groups where they can coach each other. And I think that's a fabulous idea. So you have to always have that basic foundation, and this is pro your marriage. This is focusing on improving your marriage, and I want you to take this material and then look at what is the story that I'm telling myself and see, because a lot of the times this is really hard to do on your own. Having another person there to be like, oh, oh, I see why you got hurt. It's because of this. Okay, so now you can play with it a little bit, right? How do you want to be feeling? And then so what do you have to be thinking about him, about your relationship, even about that specific behavior so you can feel differently? So I want you to try and find yourself a buddy, support each other through this. And if you need additional help, you can always reach out to me. You can get me at Kayla at Kayla11.com or there's a form on my site where you can just send in your question. If you want to set up a time to speak, Um, I'll send you back the link to my calendar and you can book a session. And other than that, I hope you all have an amazing week and take this work and just feel all the unconditional love, no matter what kind of jerk you think he's being too. And then you can go back and think, well, why did I think he was a jerk? Okay. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.